Hi everyone and welcome to the Final Whistle podcast from Southampton FC. I'm Kenzie Benali. And I'm Steve Forbes and we're back again for post-match reaction to Southampton's win over Wolves in the FA Cup. Yes, and joining us for this week's podcast, we have former Saints captain Dean Hammond and Premier League reporter Paul Belverston. Now, Dean, we'll come to you first. Before we talk about the specifics of the game, did it feel like Southampton were back to their normal selves tonight? It did. They looked very, very confident. They looked calm, um, created good opportunities, um, especially in the second half, uh, scored two really, really good goals um, and just looked the better side. Very, very commanding. Um, looked in control of the game um, and that confidence looks like it's returned. Um, players were playing with a smile on their face and it's always good to to win a game, to win a game in the FA Cup. Um, so they looked relaxed and they looked um, assured, which was nice. I didn't, there wasn't any real nervous moments in the game. Um, I didn't feel any nerves watching the side um, and I think the, the, the players um, played out the game plan from the manager perfectly and a brilliant result result at a tough place. No matter what Wolves are doing in the league, whatever position they're in, and they're still a decent team. So a really, really good 2-0 victory tonight. Yeah, definitely. And Paul, Carl Walker-Peters was back in the squad tonight. How big an impact did he have? He's just tremendous, isn't he? He's so good going forwards and going backwards as well, just uh, stopping attacks and starting them. And, you know, Dean mentioned... Uh, in the build-up to the game, what a wonderful partnership he has with Stuart Armstrong. We saw that again in this one. And, uh, yeah, Saints look better all round when he's in the team. He's been one of the signings of this season throughout the Premier League. He uh, He's absolutely tremendous. I don't think there are too many English right-backs doing better than he is at the moment. And you wouldn't have thought that he'd missed the last few games through injury because he slotted straight back in and continued the excellent form that he's shown up until now. Great to have him back. Uh, But before we discuss today's win in more detail, here is how the game panned out, courtesy of BBC Radio Solent. And then a good turn, and Bertram pulls it back in the penalty area. And how has Stuart Armstrong not given Southampton the lead? But you know, we talk about small margins, Dave, and moments in games. That was it. Both teams have come out as Ings is onside, played through by Bertrand, and it comes off ready back to Ings, off his leg and rolls in. But the flag's gone up. Oh, I tell you what, he's been given offside. I I don't think he is. I think that is a goal. And Southampton have the lead in the FA Cup fifth round. Good play from Stuart Armstrong. Weaved over halfway and he's fed Redmond through on the right. Redmond's in behind the defence. Can he square it to Ings? He cuts it back onto his left foot and he puts his hands to his head because his shot is brilliantly saved by John Ruddy. But here's Wolves down the left. Good ball out there. Low ball to the six-yard box. Salisu missed it and Forster clears it with his feet, rushing across his goal line. Now the back pass to Ruddy's put him under some pressure. He's giving it away. Here's Nathan Teller. And then Ruddy's come back out to close the angle, but he gets it back to Armstrong. And Armstrong in off the post puts Southampton through to the quarterfinals of the FA Cup. Uh, Paul, let's come to you first. A good victory, a bit of a confidence-boosting victory tonight. Absolutely. And Southampton didn't look at all like a team that had lost their last five Premier League games coming into this one. They were... They were, they were pretty dominant, controlled the game. They were certainly the better team, deserved to win over the 90 minutes. They uh, they started very well. There was a maybe a, a little bit of a drop-off near the end in the last sort of 10 minutes of the first half or, or so. But, but basically, to keep a team like Wolves at Molyneux down to just one shot on target in the 90 minutes, I thought that was... Uh, that was a tremendous effort. I thought it was a brave decision to pick such a strong side. It showed real intent that this is a competition they feel they've got a good chance in, going all the way, maybe even lifting it. So that was the right decision because, 
you know, the, the league, how much can be achieved there? Let's just go for this one was the message from Ralph. They really did that. They outplayed Wolves and another clean sheet, another great performance. There were real signs that uh, that things are coming back. There was good pressing. There was good solidity at the back and uh, all round very, very good. Yeah, definitely. And Danny back in the goals, Dean, what did you make of the match? Very good. I agree with Paul. It's um, a great reaction by the players. Really, really was a, a commanding performance. Looked very, very confident, if I'm honest. You know, after the, a, a little bit of dip in form and, and results lately, the team looked very confident. I think the players that came in um, did very well, settled in and, and grew into the game. Um, a clean sheet, which is fantastic. Um, controlled the ball, really dominated possession away from home um, and created chances. You know, there's, there's two goals away from home. Um, and two other clear-cut chances as well. So a really, really good performance by the players. And um, they just showed real intent from the beginning. You know, the first half, not too much action, um, but a few half chances. But second half, when Nathan Redmond and Danny Ng started running in behind the defence and started to um, create that movement in behind, I think that really changed the game. I mean, you could see that from the chances created and, and the goals scored. So pretty comfortable uh, victory, if I'm honest. Like Paul said, one chance by Wolves and a good save by uh, Fraser Forster. Or, again, I thought was was excellent. His concentration levels were very, very good. Um, so a good performance and uh, all what we wanted and into the into the hat for the next round. Yeah, absolutely. And a correct prediction from you as well, Dean. Got to, uh, <laughs> give you a pat on the back for that one. Um, Belvers, it's fair to say that VAR hasn't really been on our side of late, but how pleased were you to see that Danny goal given this evening? Oh, it was still a nervous moment, wasn't it? No one wanted to get too carried away there. I mean, we always used to say that decisions sort of even themselves out over the course of a season. I've sort of uh, given up on that kind of idea for a while. But, yeah, I think we saw a terrific example today of why this new rule was brought in or, or the tweak to the rule where the assistant is told to keep his flag down until the attack is over because in only last season even that flag might have gone up early and then that goal would have been disallowed without even getting to VAR so yeah absolutely delighted that one has gone Saints way really delighted when I uh, first saw that freeze frame and uh, um, Ings's arms were way behind him sort of pointing the right way right you know there were no dodgy fingernails this time so uh, yeah tremendous news well I see celebrate we will get on to uh, the rest of the stuff for tonight's match in just a second. But we've just found out that the draw for the quarterfinals is, in fact, Bournemouth against Southampton at the Vitality. Uh, Dean, uh, what's your reaction to that draw? Well, good reaction, to be honest. We were speaking before the show what potentially uh, we would like. Um, a home draw would have been even better. Um, but playing Bournemouth uh, away from home in the quarterfinals of the, of the FA Cup is a a fantastic result. I'm sure Bournemouth will be intrigued and, and, and up for the for the game. A little bit of a, a derby, I suppose. So, so there's a bit more intensity about it. But a uh, fantastic draw for for Southampton and, and just shows, you know, in credit. You know, the manager spoke uh, before uh, the game with his interview talking about luck and you creating your own luck. Well, with him putting a really strong team out tonight and winning the game, we've got a little bit of luck. You know probably the best draw we could have hoped for in the quarterfinals uh, against Bournemouth. So brilliant. Really, really good draw for the club. Yeah, a somewhat South Coast derby in the next round, Paul, against lower league opposition. Really good chance for Saints to make it in the t into the semis then. Absolutely. And I'm, I'm sure that 
all of the good feeling that comes with a, a positive draw like that will only be reinforced by good memories of playing at the Vitality Stadium. Of course, they um, we talked about VAR just now. They had VAR on their side back in July, near the end of the season, when uh, Bournemouth thought they'd equalised and picked up a crucial point. But that was ruled out again because of fingernails or something. And uh, and Saints went on to win 2-0 with a very late Shea Adams goal. I don't think they've lost at the Vitality on their last three or four visits. So, yeah, very, very good signs. If they could have picked a team in this quarterfinal draw to, to have, yes, like Dean said, they'd won one at home. It would have been Bournemouth or perhaps Sheffield United. But this is this is tremendously positive news that, you know, we won't want to take anything for granted. But a, a trip to Wembley looks very, very possible and, and within grasp now. Yeah, it really does. Uh, tremendous news, as you say. And getting back to tonight's match, um, we spoke about that Danny Ings goal with Belbers. But Dean, coming to you, we said pre-match just how important it was that you know Danny got himself back in the goal. So how pleased were you to see him back on the score sheet tonight? Really, really pleased, uh, to be honest. And I think he played better tonight. Um, I think there was a moment in the first half we had a great touch and almost scored like a sort of karate kick, but the defender had a a really, really good block. But it was it was his movement that created the goal, you know, running along the line and then running in between two uh, defenders. So on the blind side of the, of the defence, so a really intelligent run. And then just a, a, a bit of luck with the finish, to be honest. A really, really good save by the keeper, made himself big. And then the ball bounced back, slowly trickled into the goal, thinking, OK, this is offside again. You know, VAR is, is going to cancel it out. But then it was very, very clear that he was onside and just showed the quality of his run. So brilliant for, for him to score again. I'm sure that will really, really help him um, because of the injuries he's had. I forgot he's had the illness as well, you know, so he's still probably recovering from that. And that's something that I personally forgot about. So to, for him to, to score tonight, um, for the team to go through, um, to get a draw against his one of, I'm sure, his old club, um, it's been a really, really good night for Danny. Yeah, and Paul, we've been thinking Salis who for months now, but he finally made his debut tonight. How do you think he got on? I was very, very impressed early on. I thought he looked uh, extremely comfortable, very composed, untroubled, really. He was making good touches with both feet and uh, and good decisions, too. When to take a touch to himself, when to uh, play it back to Fraser Forster, and when just to lump it up the pitch as well. It all looked very good. I think... Um, Second half, things caught up with him ever so slightly, which isn't uh, a huge surprise when you've had so long without football. But, uh, you know, 10 minutes into the second half or, or so, he, he got caught on the ball, didn't he? And Fabio Silva had a chance. And then final 10 minutes, he was rescued by Fraser Forster after he uh, he somehow missed that, uh, that cross from Neto. But overall, I think generally positive signs because, you know, his first appearance for... Goodness knows, nine months, is it? Something like that. And, um, and you know, you are going to lack a lot of match sharpness, a lot of match fitness. And uh, everyone always says about the different pace of the game in this country to, to the Spanish league especially. So there would have been a lot that he learned out there tonight. He will only benefit by playing that full 90 minutes. And, uh, and I think he could be a real positive for Saints going on from here. It's definitely great to see him make his debut this evening. Now, another player we want to speak about is Stuart Armstrong. Dean, we weren't necessarily expecting him to feature tonight. He got the second goal, of course. How did he do for you this evening? Excellent. I thought he performed very, very well. Uh, any, anything good that came from tonight, any uh, creative moves, any opportunities, 
came through Stuart Armstrong. Um, the only thing you would suggest that he didn't do right was the finish. You know, that was a great opportunity. I'm sure he'll be very, very disappointed with that. But again, I mentioned before the show is where he comes centrally and comes into inside of the pitch that, that created that opportunity. And, and first half looked really, really good on the ball. He's, he's comfortable. He's, he's actually quicker, I think, Stuart, than people realise. You know, he's got a good turn of pace and doesn't usually get um, um, outrun, um, but technically good. Um, great finish at the end. It really is, you know, when that ball comes back to him, there's not margin, much margin to, to finish that to, uh, in off the post. Um, completed the 90 minutes, which was great. Um, you know, they've got the partnership again with Walker-Peters. I think that's so effective um, because it allows him to come into the centre of the pitch and, and almost play as a, a number 10, which I'm, I'm sure he favours and is his favoured um, position. So really good performance. A lovely through ball for for Nathan Redmond when he had a bit of dancing feet, went through two or three players and then slid Redmond in. Um, so, yeah, good performance. And I think there's just a few players out there tonight just show how important they are to the, the Southampton team. And, uh, yeah, another really positive performance by Stuart. Yeah, on Nathan Redmond there, he had a glorious chance when he went through on goal. Um, Paul, how do you think he did tonight? Because we maybe weren't expecting him to be playing up front. No, he did the other day, didn't he? But again, you know, seeing Shea Adams on the bench and, uh, and Nathan up front was not something we expected. And I think he, he did very well. There are real signs that match sharpness, match fitness is, is coming back. His confidence is, is returning as well after so many setbacks with three niggling injuries within two months or something this, this season. Um, he, his movement was good. He made some good runs. There's still a bit of snatching at his, at his shots. There was uh, the little bit of sneakiness, cleverness, or maybe it was a complete fluke that he tripped his marker in the first half and then had that chance at the back post, which he couldn't do anything with. And that, yeah, when he was through, um, I thought he showed great composure to to cut back, to sell the defender. And then he had a moment, but John Ruddy did did very, very well. I don't think his, uh, his best form is too far away now. The more game time he gets, the more 90 minutes he gets under his belt. I think it'll only benefit him as well. So there are... There are good signs that this injury list is is shrinking a bit and that competition for places is returning because over the past few weeks when results have gone wrong, there have been a lot of times when you couldn't really see too much competition out there, you know, that the team almost picked itself. And and there were times when uh, you really weren't sure who was going to fill certain certain slots. The injuries were so, uh, there were so many of them. So now players are coming back that has a natural impact on on form, on how everyone is pushing each other on. And yeah, I think uh, not just good signs to get through to the quarterfinals, but good news for the next few weeks as well. Yeah, plenty of positives for sure. Um, and plenty of positive chat on social media, as you'd expect. Uh, fans absolutely buzzing, not only with that result this evening, but also with that draw against the Cherries. Um, we've got a comment here on YouTube. Ingzies uh, getting back to his top form. Armstrong was man of the match for me. Um, another one, brilliant game from the lads. Michael on Facebook has said, Wembley beckons with that draw. Fingers crossed, Michael. Uh, Paul's got in touch as well. He says it is going to be a big game against the Cherries but a great opportunity for us and Sharon on Facebook he said we can do this just keep the faith oh was it me on that one now sorry I thought, <laughs> I thought we were going on to you uh, Dean uh, we asked Belvers pre-match about the goalkeeping situation Fraser made a couple of good saves today do you think he's now going to give a bit more competition to Armstrong for a starting place maybe in the league 
I just he can't do any more to be honest. He's he's coming for four games. I think that's four clean sheets. Um, he looked um, confident, the most confident I've seen him in a long time. He looked composed with his feet, which is probably not his strongest asset. Um, a really, really good save again with his feet at the back post. You know, he moved his feet very quickly to get across the goal to make a, an important save when he'd not had much to do at all. Um, and the one thing I liked as well, he was he was very commanding and, and in control when the balls were going over the top. He made good decisions to, to come out and clear it, either with his head, um, early shouts um, to the defence to, to make sure that there was no mistakes. He was commanded to go, like, I'm in control of this situation. I will deal with it. Um, so he did the basics very, very well. Um, his kicking was as good, like I said. Um, so a good performance, and the manager has to consider it. He really does. McCarthy's been great. He has. I think he's still the number one, but the manager will maybe contemplate over that position now where McCarthy's not an automatic choice now. I think Fraser Forster will come in into his thinking, um, and it'd be interesting to see how that pans out. But as a player... When you get the opportunity, he's done everything. He can't do any more, so he can be satisfied with himself. A good performance. Yeah, and it was um, yeah, very, very commanding. Right, well, let's hear from Ralph Hasenhutl now. Here's what the Saints boss had to say after the game. It was a good performance from, from the team today. Uh, from the first moment, we showed that we want to come in the next round and I'm uh, very proud for the team. Yeah, I mean, right from the start, you took control of that game, didn't you? You must have been really pleased, A, with how you started, but B, with how you continue to control it. Yeah. Yes, um, it's good that you have a few players back with with, uh, with Sally and Kyle, uh, yeah, and um, that gives you more opportunities, and I think that gives us the chance to, 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 uh, to stick to the game plan and to, to make a good game. You're into the last state of the competition. You're one game away from a, a date at Wembley Stadium. You've just seen the draw Bournemouth away. That's quite a quite a tasty cup tie, isn't it? It's a typical cup game, and uh, yeah, uh, we go there with everything we have and, and try to win. It's now back-to-back games against Wolves. We've got them in the Premier League on Sunday. Paul, do you expect anything different in that game? Ralph, maybe tinker with the squad for this one. Yeah, I think he's got options now. I think he's he's got four genuine centre-backs to choose from, hasn't he? He's got uh, Jan Benrak, who played today, and Salisu, as we've spoken about, his debut. But then Jack Stevens, Yannick Vestergaard to come in as well. So I think there's real competition there. I think, as Dean said, Fraser Forster is really pushing. Hopefully that has a, an impact on, on Alex McCarthy's form as well. And with... Um, with Shea Adams presumably coming straight back in to play alongside Danny. That means you've got three players for for two positions out wide in in the number 10 positions that Ralph talks about with Musa Gineppo, Nathan Redmond improving all the time with the more games they get and the more consistency in selection and and Stuart Armstrong, who is just magnificent. So um, it'll be interesting to see how Wolves react because I was surprised by that. I don't think Nuno Espirito Santo will be happy with his team at all. I thought they were they were pretty limp. They were very disappointed given that they also have very little to play for this season. Certainly nothing in, in the league particularly. They're not in relegation trouble. They're not going to get up into the top six or anything. But, you know, the FA Cup would have surely been seen as a big opportunity for them. But only one team really went for it today. That was Southampton. It was terrific to see. So I imagine there'll be a, a reaction from the visitors as they'll be at the weekend. And and that's good as well, because in the previous round, when it was the same team and the same stadium, just three days apart or whatever it was when we played, when Saints played Arsenal, this time at least 
different stadiums it's shunted about a bit so it won't feel exactly the same and so yeah hopefully today is a springboard for a nice winning run and uh and all heading towards that quarter final in a month's time yeah dean you said it was pretty comfortable tonight do you think it's going to be similar on sunday or do you think wolves are going to bite back a bit harder i think like paul mentioned there there'll definitely be a reaction um that obviously wolves um see the league as being a little bit more important so It'd be pretty much as Wolves ended, I would have thought that would be their starting eleven. Maybe Connor Cody coming in and potentially they may um, change the shape, but who knows on that. So they're going to be stronger, definitely, from the start. Um, and it'll be competitive because of the defeat tonight. Um, but I don't think Southampton have got anything to fear. Wolves are not prolific goal scorers. So, you know, no matter how well they play, they haven't really got that threat up front that, that can finish and put the ball in the back of the net. Um, Triore is obviously a threat when he and he'll start. Um, but I thought Gineppo and, and Ryan, you know, doubled up on him very, very well tonight. So not to give him any space. So I could see Gineppo playing again because I think we need to give him a little bit of credit for his defensive duties. You know, he's a flair player, he creates a lot, and that's what we associate with him. But his defensive duties and his responsibilities have been really, really good. Um, so I think Southampton were freshening it up a little bit. Um, but the squad looks strong now with players coming back. There's competition for, for places um, and there's a little bit of confidence. So, yes, I think it will be a tougher game. You know, I think it was pretty straightforward for Southampton tonight. Um, but, yeah, I think Southampton can have confidence. They're playing at home um, and it's a game that they will look to win. And if they do, then two results completely changes the season again. All right, then, that's it for today's podcast. Thank you to our guests, Dean Hammond and Paul Balveston. We will, of course, be back on Sunday to do it all again against Wolves. We'll see you then.